0: Independent thoughts, independent life.
1: This is Chad Benson. All right, guys, I'm going to tell you this right now. Everybody take a deep breath. And as the great Frankie, who uh, went to Hollywood, and Aaron Rodgers a few years ago, who told everybody to R-E-L-A-X, relax. What, Chad? Relax. Relax. The economy, jet. Relax. By the way, if you've not seen Aaron Rodgers, he showed up at camp yesterday, the great football player for the Green Bay Packers football club in uh, Wisconsin, and uh, you would swear that it was uh, Nicholas Cage. You just got to see it. It's, it's see it to believe it. But relaxing is right. Well, why should I relax? Where are we? Well, I think we're in a recession. This is uh, Steve Moore, Fox Biz, talking about what he thinks going
2: on. I do think we're in a soft recession right now. I don't think there's any question about it. In terms of how long this is going to last, that's that's the real question. Will this be a soft landing, or will we have a crash landing, as we had in the '70s? And incidentally, you know, Biden's numbers on the economy are worse than Jimmy Carter's were on the economy. So Americans don't have any trust that this president has the right plan.
1: No, that's the reality. They don't have any trust. They don't have a trust that that government has any of the answers that they're looking for uh, because it's government. And and this administration has shown on numerous occasions to be faulty in many ways. This particular administration has missed. uh, That's transitory this whole thing with inflation, it's transitory, you know, transitory. Oh, well, we missed on that. Uh, You know, you can go back time and time again, uh, no matter how many times somebody said, Hey, don't do this or don't do that. It it doesn't matter. They have failed. That's why I keep saying, right. You know, you, you look at them like they're, they're Yoda, right? Like, and so many people do let's look to government, see what they say. And if Yoda failed, over and over again to give the right training and advice to luke skywalker this would end poorly it would end after i don't know the first few training times that he did his thing right and they got his ass whooped like how bad would karate kid be if mr miyagi trained him and then he went out and got his ass whooped in the first round like this is the stupidest thing ever mr miyagi's like i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) Right? You look at me you think, he's an Asian guy. He must know karate, right? Karate? No. But you relax. Why is that? Because we're six months into a recession, if indeed it is what it is. We're six months into it. Your life, how much has it changed? Jobs are still available. Is there a slowdown? There's a slowdown. Are they raising rates? They're raising rates. Could the slowdown get worse? It could. But to think that we're going to go into a position where we were, say, what, 14 years ago in the Great Recession Depression, uh, that's not happening. It's not. And it's a weird time. We have low unemployment, but we do have high inflation. Normally, when stuff starts to crash, uh, goods get much cheaper. People aren't working as much. Prices fall. But we have a weird world where coming out of COVID, Globally, that was two years of strain. The The supply chains were broken. We have geopolitical stuff going on now. You couple that with the fact that we've got what's going on in the Ukraine. And then poor monetary policies at home. All of those things, first two things, would have caused some inflation and could have and should have caused some slowdown. The poor monetary policy, I can't blame that on Russia, and I can't blame that on COVID. Oh, yes, you can. No, no. The first one, we gave out all that money. I thought, okay. The second one, you say, eh, you know, it's politics, but do we really need to do that? Because they ain't even spent the first gob of money. By the time we got to Biden, he's like, I need to spend some money. That's the nightmare that we created when it comes to inflation. We supercharged. Instead of in 3 and 4%, we push it up in some places 12 13%. But we're six months into it. The big test will come in the next 60 days. So we get through this month, right? And then we get into August and parts of September. And that's when you start to see what normally you start to see, seasonal hiring. If seasonal hiring is down or they expect it to be down or they're not hiring for as many, that's when you say, okay, we may be in this thing a little bit longer than we think. One of the things I've talked about over and over again, though, is the feeling of people. If you feel that things are bad, then probably they're bad. That's why, to me, looking at consumer price index, look at the confidence of what people feel out there in the world. In particular, the average person and small and medium-sized businesses, not giant, you know, conglomerates and corporations. What do they feel? Because if they feel uneasy, well, then that is the people that are going to be spending money. They're the ones who are going to tighten their pocketbook. They're the ones who are going to say, all right, I feel like now you can call it what you want. It feels recession-y.
3: People feel like they're in a recession, whether they are or not. I mean, there's a lot of debate about technical recessions. At the end of the day, you and I know it's about how you feel. Do you have money in your wallet? Are you buttoning up your pocketbook? And people clearly are. You know, Uh, we've all felt the cost increases at the grocery store, um, at the pump. Folks are not feeling
1: good. Yeah. And that's a big thing. That's Rana Forhar there. And that's what I've been saying look out for. When people start to feel that things aren't great, they'll pull back. But as long as unemployment stays relatively and there's jobs available, I think the landing will be much softer. Now, how long will it take us to ramp up again will be a different story. I worry more about some stagflation and this kind of, uh, what do they call it, a, a job session, which is... There's jobs available if you want them. So you may lose yours, but you can just go over and get another one really quick. Where at other times, people lose their jobs and they would go, how long? I mean, in 2008, how many times did they extend unemployment? People going out two years and not being employed. So there's lots of stuff that we can look at and say there's positives, but there's no doubt that this administration has been, well, they've, they, they have, you know, uh, jacked the pooch on numerous occasions, and they're trying to redefine something. And, and the messaging, we'll get into that a little bit later, but I would just say this. I'm going to give you a quick snapshot. If I'm running the White House messaging, I get out there and I just say what I said. Guys, we've gone through hell over the last 20-plus months. 24 months. Hey, two years when you, when you throw a coronavirus in there. We, we, we're we in a position now where we probably are in a recession, or as probably tomorrow, we'll find out, yeah, we probably did shrink. Our GDP shrunk. And that being said, you're six months into it. The plane has left. And we're still doing okay. All right? a seatbelt sites are on. But we're going to be fine. You've been through this before. We're going to get through this again. And you hit it head on. You don't go and do what Brian Deese does. right? So Brian Deese comes out, director of Biden's National Economic Council. And stop trying to talk your way around rather than embrace what's going on and talk about how we're getting through it and we're six months into it. There's still plenty of jobs available. People are still jumping ship and going across the street and getting more money. Workers are, are still in you know wanted by many employees embrace that portion of it and it's the messaging that is just so piss poor
2: um as secretary Yellen said on sunday uh two negative quarters of gdp growth is not uh the technical definition of recession it's not the definition that economists have traditionally uh, relied on
1: yes actually that's been the the again Economists, and, and by the way, uh, I use the whole, the technical term, this, any other, th- go back to, to, to what that, that lady said earlier. If people believe it, they believe something's going on. So if you're going to craft something, if somebody's not quite sure what's going on, isn't that the perfect time to craft the narrative that you want, which is stop fighting The recession thing and start talking about how we're going to get through it, how we're going to be fine, how we're already six months into it, how we are going to be okay because we are America. We've gotten through this. We overspent at times. But think about how great that is, that we are so blessed as a country to be able to spend the money we are. And we're still going to get ourselves out of it. Talk yourself through something rather than. Talking around it, the elephant's in the room, and you're not going to
2: address it. Our economy is uh, more resilient uh, to the to the types of challenges uh, that we faced. Uh, for example, you know, with respect to uh, food, we're a net exporter of of, of agricultural commodities, and obviously the, the high prices are hitting Americans very hard. But uh, there, that in in a way that is different from some places that are facing famine, for example.
1: Again, you you did what there. You started out with, hey, yeah, look, we're, we're still doing okay. When you hear about food shortages, know this. It isn't us. It isn't us. But instead, he spins around, and now he's talking about famine. Messaging is awful. Yeah, we're facing some tough times, and we're going to get through it. There's two ways to go. We can bitch, whine, moan, cry, or we can pull up our bootstraps, make a few sacrifices, come out the other side stronger, but instead, they're too busy running around worrying about damn pronouns and, and how to spin this no matter what. And once this thing comes out and the economist – and by the way, there's two kinds of econ- – there's economists and there's the, the kind of analyst economists who work for big corporations who look at the data from behind, but they're forecasting ahead. They're more concerned about that. Those people who are dealing with the day-to-day are far more reliable than the person who is working for a think tank. And it's going to spin it however you want. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Eden Pure should get a bunch of those for the White House so they can uh, get rid of all the bad mojo in there, and uh, we can replace the odors of f- with some brilliant oxy leaf Two Thunderstorm. Do you guys like the way I said the thunderstorm? It is incredible. Uh, I keep telling the story. We went home three days without power. Three days, no power. All of our food was blech. And normally you think, oh, God, it's going to be awful. Nothing. Not a smell in the house. Thank goodness for eating pure. The best, the best air purifier. You just plug it right in the wall. You never have to worry about filters again. It's quiet. It's out of the way. It makes no noise. And you just sit there and you just let it do its thing. And it does its thing. And it does it well. And it's quiet. And it doesn't mask odors, it kills them. Get yours now, save $200, free shipping. You go to EdenPureDeals.com, use code CHAD and the number three. So CHAD3, EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3, saves you $200 for the best air purifier around, the last one you'll ever need. It will have you smelling the difference in moments. EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3, Chad Benson Joe
0: Serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony, it's Chad Benson.
1: There was no big jackpot
3: winner, but that's good news because it means everyone is still in it and it means that the jackpot is going up to the tune of just over a billion dollars. It's only the third time in 20 years that the mega
2: millions is becoming a mega billion.
3: Even though no one claimed the top prize,
1: nine people are waking up this morning as millionaires. Not a bad consolation. No, it is not. So, uh, over a billion. By the time the drawing comes, it'll probably be closer like one, 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 two. So you're probably looking at close to six hundred million dollars, or so. Uh, I mean, that's that's good money, kids. I mean, that is that's 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 good that's some good money I mean you're doing all right I'm just saying you're doing you're living the life well on that money are you on Forbes richest you are not are you climbing up though there is a possibility there is a possibility that you could be getting up there so that's all that matters. And then Anthony, right, who we love him, our esteemed colleague here and producer Anthony, says, would you rather win, you know, just, you know. I, I said, it doesn't matter how much money you win. If you win $5 million, you're going to find you had cousins all over the place. If you won, you know, $10 million. So the difference with winning $600 million after taxes is I can go hire former, you know, Mossad agents who can protect me. And then when those long lost cousins come over to bug me, they could shoot him in the knee, <laughs> right? Whatever they 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 it would just get rid of them. I don't need to hear from them. Period. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I can see that. If I'm going to have trouble, then I want all the trouble that comes with it, and all the trappings. By that I mean if you're gonna get everybody in the world, if somebody if you won the lottery tomorrow, which I'm gonna do, so I win the lottery. Whenever it is, Friday. And 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 you know, you're not smart. That's and you don't plan ahead, because you gotta have this thing planned out. Right? And it, it's gotta be you gotta be as quiet as possible, and you hope you live in a state where they don't make you come out and hold the big check. So you get all your ducks in a row. And you got to go down there quick. For me, I do. I got the ticket. I want to go get it done and dusted fast. But that's okay cuz I've already got my bug out plan ready. At all. Like super bug out plan. Like totally ready to roll. But I do want to get the ticket out of my hand. I want to get it somewhere it's safe and I want to see them put it in there. I want to see them celebrate. I want to see everybody. I want to I don't want you to take it back there and then it disappears. No, 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 no. no. So and then we celebrate and then, yeah, but you're going to have that issue immediately with everybody you've ever met coming over going, hey, I've got a great idea for this or I've got a great idea for that. Or, hey, you know, so and so you can hear all of the stories. You change your number, you do all of those things, get rid of all of your social media, all of that, but still go to work and talk about all the money you've won to all those people that were media at work. You've got to do that. Dude, I have so much money now. It is insane. I slept on a billion dollars last night. <laughs> How's your life? Remember that money you owed me for lunch? No, no. I want you to take me lunch, though. <laughs> Chad Benson Show. that's me you're you and you're beautiful baby don't forget that i've been telling everybody earlier today to continue to tell everybody relax look uh are the economic times rocking and rolling right now eh, no are there struggles out there absolutely is inflation biting into everybody 100 percent. you don't believe me how about our good buddy john kennedy after 18 months we know
2: what president biden stands for if you don't know by now you're thick as a brick he believes in a bigger government, higher taxes, more spending,
1: more debt, more regulation, open borders, a weaker military and turning cops into social workers. And those policies have hurt the American people deeply. But in no respect, none has President Biden hurt the American people more than in their pocketbooks. I'm talking about inflation. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that now is is. All inflation, Biden's fault. Well, the monetary policy is all Biden's fault. The printing of money, while it started, first of all, both sides do it, while it started under Trump, the last tranche of dollar bills was just ridiculous, was not needed. That being said, we're all right. We're going to be fine. We've been through these things before. And we'll go through them again, by the way. If you live long enough, God willing, you'll go through these things uh, more than just once. And, you know, I mean, 2008 was about as bad as it gets. And the last time I've talked to everybody uh, who's at or about my age or a little bit younger, a little bit older, they went through it, too, and they're still here. And, and and I have to remind everybody that through it all, a vast majority of Americans still had their jobs. Was it tight? Were people worried? Yes. Are people worried? Yes. Now, yes. Are they worried about what though? It's inflation. That's their biggest worry. So you got two things going on here. Really, three if you want to throw in the 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 job market, which is still pretty hot but is it hot long term what we've talked about here on numerous occasions is eh, they're hiring for today but are they hiring for tomorrow we'll really start to see that come september time when the holidays start to arrive right you've got halloween first how many spirit stores are going to be there how many of those halloween stores and that's when they start hiring for their the, the big rush for you know thanksgiving and the big shopping days of christmas and all that stuff that will be telling to see how if this is a crash landing a into the wall crash plane oh, or if this is a an emergency landing we everybody slid down the slide and they thought it was kind of fun uh but a little scary they're going to fix everything and it was something that was nothing too major and we'll be on our way soon like which one of those are we in i think we're in the latter but how long will that last? cuz maybe we got to wait for a part. We got supply chain issues. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So, it, it, we're going to be fine. So you've got the job market, which is fairly okay, but then you've got inflation. And then you've got the, you know, and inflation and let's let's it's like let's separate, let's separate climate from weather. Okay? Uh the inflation separate would be a huge pain in our ass. Right? Who doesn't believe that? On the other side of it, raising rates the way we are, slowing the economy down, trying to get people to stop spending, what is also a pain. So you've got a lot of different things, but this isn't 2008 all over again. I think we're going to get out of it much quicker, and remember, we've been in it for six months. All right? So if tomorrow's news is, hey, we've contracted for another, you know, a second quarter in a row, technically we're in a recession, unless, of course, you're at the White House where they're going to rechange that, uh, you know, meaning. The fact is, is you've been in it for six months. Nothing should change. You'll you'll wake up tomorrow, even if they say, yeah, we've contracted. We in the second quarter. Technically, we're in a recession. But you're nothing has changed. You're still going. Everything's going to be fine. You might have to batten down the hatches, but you were already doing that because of inflation. 323 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. The big thing is if you're the president and you're this administration and this is the big thing, how do you move us away from this? And that's where show is not going to help us. Because that's what it is. When you're trying to rename things and you're too worried about stuff and you're worried more about pronouns and what to label something than you are about getting people out of here and you don't understand the average person's day-to-day walk anymore, uh, there's a bigger issue there. And that's the issue that people should be worried about. But as Americans, us as individuals, as a group, as a collective, we're going to be fine. We are. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. By the way, it's Wednesday, so you got Monday, you got Tuesday. Oh my goodness, it's time to woke you up. This support group is for people who are so woke that they're finding it impossible to have any fun at all. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke.
3: It's alright, I feel that way too. It's (laughs) alright.
1: Let it
0: out. (laughs) Like,
1: can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men?
0: How dare you?
1: White women
0: raise the white boys who grow up to be the tyrants. Little misogynistic patriarchal tyrants.
1: <gasps> I'm It's time for Woke Wednesday. Let's get it. Let's get woke. Uh, where do we start? Well, there's only one place to start. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. If you didn't hear it yesterday, uh, I don't know what was going on at the White House because there were several things, right? They had a conference, Zoom call meeting for abortion. I know they had something for, uh, God, what was it? Uh, covid i mean there's a lot of stuff going on so they're all around a round table and there she is the vice president of these here united states of america and she's going to introduce herself because apparently people in the room have no idea who she is and people on zoom don't either
4: Uh, good afternoon i want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um about some of the most pressing issues of our time um I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a
1: blue suit. What the hell are you talking about? Well, let's start first and foremost. You're the vice president of the United States. Is there anybody on the call or in the room that has no idea who you are? (laughs) Secondly, you're a biologist now because you did say you were a woman. And, of course, the most important thing is she, her. She, her. I was like, what? So it was disability advocates discussing the impact of Roe v. Wade. Uh, And then on top of that, what you don't hear is then they go around the table to everybody's at the table. Now they all do it, right? One woman's like, I'm wearing a red flowery printed dress. My pronouns are she, her. I'm wearing a mask that you can see through. My lips are painted red. And I'm a white woman. (laughs) What would you have said? My name's Chad. Can we get on with this? I feel like there's a lot of disability going on in this room right now. (laughs) That's the wokeness right there, kids. That's the wokeness. But it's good to know she knows what a woman is. It is. Maybe she sat back and watched uh, the documentary, What is a Woman? What? Yeah, Matt Walsh's doc. What is a woman? Can you tell me that? Well, uh, oh, you're at the Women's
2: March. You must have some idea. <laughs> one person can tell me what a woman is.
3: You are not here for women. We ask
0: you to leave.
2: A
3: woman is not anything in particular. There is not one particular thing. It could be many things to many people.
2: I like scented candles. And I've watched Sex and the City. Yeah. How do I know if, if I'm a woman?
0: That's a great question.
2: You're not a scientist. You're not a gender studies major. No. How do you know that you're a man? I guess because I got to
1: Well, that's pretty simple right there because he's got one of those. Uh, Matt was on with uh, Joe Rogan to talk about what is what is a woman. And, and I'm going to say this. I've seen portions of it. He's very respectful in this. And he goes all over the globe. It's not just like he goes to Berkeley or something like that. And he goes to places like in, in Africa. And he's talking to, to to people who are, you know, I mean, you consider tribal. And he's talking about, could you be a woman? And they all start laughing. I'm like, what are you talking about? And they say, no, we can't be. Yeah, it's, That's not possible. Well, it is here. And it goes back to the fact that we like the fact that we can do what we do now. We're so blessed in this world that we can play this game of let's play gender chairs. Have you seen the documentary What is a Woman? No, have you seen it? No, you, you told me about it. You gotta watch it. It's, yeah. It's wild. Uh, Matt Walsh, <laughs> yeah. who's this right-wing guy. Oh, yeah. With the beard. Yes. It's crazy. There, I mean, th- there's this one lady who's talking about babies yeah. knowing they're in the wrong body. Babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how does a baby know anything? Yeah. <laughs> like, babies sometimes think they're dinosaurs. Ah! No, it's no, they, they know. No, they don't. They don't know. And... I'm going to tell you this. There is a lot about this that I think we'll find out in the future, and we're starting to find out now as more and more articles are coming out. Because what you're having in this woke world is a a younger activist generation that are pushing things to swell their ranks, and an older generation who went through all of the steps that included the fact that they struggled who they were, they lied to themselves, then they lied to themselves about being gay, then they had the thought, and then by the time they'd gone through therapy and done years of work, they realized, okay, this is what it is, and they've made the change, and they don't have regrets. Younger generation is not like that. It's all instantaneous. It's a TikTok world to do something to get rid of your tatas or whack it off, if you will, Turn your Audi, turn your inner to an Audi, and an Audi to an inner. It is, it's a different world now, and it's too easy to get hold of things. And I'm not saying that there are people out there that 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 are truly believe, have an understanding. What I am saying though is, there's a lot more to it, and now you're finding the fact that there is this this giant chasm that's growing between an older generation of people that are that are lgbt or or trans who are saying nope i'm not buying this sorry this feels like something wholly different
0: And so they go on the internet and they're told that all their problems will be solved if they become a man.
2: So you worry that there there could be a sort of social contagion element of this? A teeny tiny bit, maybe.
0: You
3: want to tell us what a woman is? I'm a biological woman that medically transitioned to appear like a male. I will never be a man. It got me at 42. Your child doesn't have a
1: chance. Yeah. Yeah. And... That is scary to think. Do I think about it? Yes, I'll do. Uh, because not because Jack or Charlie, yeah. uh, because I have a, I have a thirteen year old who is confused. Is she gay? Is she is she a boy? Is she she doesn't know. But to hear some of her friends and the push and all of them, it becomes this peer pressure, like hey scenario, and. You think to yourself, "Well, like you know, come on. I mean, it, it is crazy." And we've talked about this—the gender-affirming stuff that they want to push in places like California, where they want to get rid of oh, no, no binary, no nothing like this. It's everything's non-binary. There is no, there's no male or female. It's all the same. Uh, but don't tell your parents. Scenario that is happening. Uh, not just in one place across California, up and down. And that's scary. So to think that it's not a social contagion, to think that you're not going to be cheered on at school, to think that, the, hey, your problems are going to be solved if you do this, this, and this. My God. What do you mean my problems? Oh, everything's going to be solved. Because you're just in the wrong body. But then you find out, oh my God, not only are you in the I thought I was in the wrong body, but maybe I'm now in the wrong body, and now I've got more problems. And those other problems, they're still here. Ooh, a lot of talk about woke Wednesday, kids. A lot more wokey stuff to talk about. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. Healthy cell. You know, I was very skeptical of vitamins, uh, as you would be. I'm not one of these guys that that, that subscribes. Like I'm going to get vitamins, and, and and you know, you try to take a what a day, take this. Uh, you know, I, I just didn't, it didn't work with me. So when healthy cell came to me, I was like, mm, I don't know. All right, I'll try it. And lo and behold, I tried it and it works. And I think the thing about the, the healthy cell compared to everything else, first of all, the taste is great. And I'll tell you why, cause it's ingestible gel is it gets into your body. The thing about vitamins is you can have all the stuff that it, that you think your body needs, your vitamins, your minerals, the, all the probiotics, all this incredible stuff. If it doesn't get into your bloodstream, then what are you doing? might as well just swallow a a piece of gum. Not with Healthy Cell. In fact, clinically proven, 165% more gets into your body because it's gel and it's ingestible. I take it for REM sleep at night. I sleep amazing. My focus and recall in the afternoon, incredible. And my immune super boost. In fact, all the kids in everybody's house is on it. And it is amazing. Try to get healthy. Little steps you make go a long way. Try Healthy Cell now. Stop paying for bottles and bottles of stuff. Try Healthy Cell. Simple and easy, ingestible gel. Go to com slash Chad. Save 20% off your first order, and it's risk-free. If you don't like it, send it back. No questions asked. That's how simple this is. com slash Chad. com slash Chad. 20% off now. com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show.
0: Irreverence? Um... Like, yeah, so what? It's the Chad Benson Show.
1: We're having a great conversation off the air about uh, who's still alive from famous TV shows. Because yesterday it was reported that that uh, Tony Dow had died from Leave It The Beaver, right? So, Wally, wait, he's dead? No. And then it was like, nah, we made a mistake. Uh, then it was like, man, maybe he is. And then it, at this point, he's in a hospice. He's not doing well, he's not going to make it. And then we looked up the the beavers, 74. And then we're like, is Marianne still alive? And Is Ginger still alive? Who's still alive from from Gilligan's Island? Isn't Bob Denver still alive? He's not dead, is he? Yeah, I think he like, is Bob dead. Dem- is he? That's hard to tell anymore, man. I don't know. <sighs> Let's take a look. Yeah, he did. He died in 2004. That's all- but he disappeared off the planet. Right? It wasn't like, uh, you know, I mean, he was around. And same thing with Jerry Mathers. We had to look him up. Like, I just remember when, you know, like, it like, wasn't too long ago that I'm like, Shirley Temple's still alive? <laughs> yeah, you guys know that? Yeah, he's totally still alive. So, uh, not anymore, though. She's since passed away. But, uh, yeah, Bob Denver, uh, you know, he died in 2005 and Gilligan's Island. So I don't know who's still alive from there. Like, all these great shows. But Anthony brought up a great point. Have you ever sat down and watched... Like a leave it to beaver thing. You watch it and you're like, I like this. I can still watch this. I can still watch this. It he, he says it's got believability and watchability. So Tina Louise, Ginger is still alive, and I believe uh Don Russell is still alive too. So yeah, two of the Gilligan's Island, and I think the Beaver will be the last of the It's So Chad Benson show.
0: independent life this is chad benson
1: ah tomorrow there is a good chance that we could find out that we are technically in a recession what does it look like right could we dodge a a recession could we be in a in a weird kind of somewhat recession but not really a recession all of those things are 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 plausible How can we be kind of in something? Well, not all recessions are the same. And I think if I'm the White House, the first thing I do is I fire everybody who's part of my messaging team who is awful at their job because they've not told me the things I need to say. And if I'm the president, I come out and I address this thing head on. I don't him and haw. I don't send people out to come up with new ways to say we're in a recession but not in a recession because we get to decide what's a recession and what's not a recession. I understand that, but you're splitting hairs. I mean, if the technical definition is two quarters of contraction, you're saying that's not a recession. No,
3: that's not the technical definition. There is an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research that looks at a broad range of data in deciding whether or not there is a recession. And most of the data that they look at right now, continues to be strong. I will be amazed if the NBER would declare this
1: period to be a recession. That was uh, Jenny Ellen. We played that yesterday. That was her over the weekend. Uh, If you're the president, you come out and you just basically lay it on the people. Here's the way it looks, people. Two quarters of contraction equals recession. But we've got a strong jobs market still open. Uh, this is not 2008 get in front of it in a way where you're not saying there's no recession and we're not going into one while not really sure. And at the end of it saying, I, Oh God, I hope not kind of thing that he did the other day. What do I think we're in? I think there's a good chance. And the reason I think they're in front of this is because I think they feel the same way and they probably know people who, I don't know, how should we say this? are privy to what is coming and they are probably saying look it's it's we've contracted again so and i would like to think we haven't so because of that contraction eh, technically you know i mean no matter what she says yes technically by the, the that that de- definition we would be in one but they're not all built the same they're not and let's 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 remember that when we hear recession, I think a lot of people go back to what happened in 2008, the, the, the housing crisis that exploded. And this isn't going to be that we're not going to be in that position. The question is. What kind of landing and how soon till we can take off again?
2: I do think we're in a soft recession right now. I don't think there's any question about it in terms of how long this is going to last. That's that's the real question. Will this be a soft landing or will we have a crash landing as we had in the 70s? And incidentally, you know, Biden's numbers on the economy are worse than Jimmy Carter's were on the economy. So Americans don't have any trust that this president has the right plan.
1: No. Steve Moore right there uh, on no, Fox Business. Uh, the reality of of this is job market is semi-okay. It's not today. It's tomorrow, meaning September. Start looking at September. If we start seeing hiring pick up a little bit or stay steady, and seasonal hiring at least stays steady from last year or picks up, okay, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. Housing market. Is slowing down. We get that. How could it not slow down? We're raising rates, you know, we're gonna to continue to raise rates uh, three quarters of a percentage point. That they're trying to choke off the economy, uh, you know, without, you know, they don't want to go Michael Hutchins, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Did I say that right, Phil? <laughs> Close enough. If you guys don't know who Michael Hutchinson is a famous singer who like uh, liked the little auto erotic and maybe killed himself or maybe didn't. You don't want to do that. But what you want to do is slow it down. Well, that's happening. The housing market is uh, it is uh slowing down.
3: The housing market is really going through it right now. Some are actually saying that home construction is in a recession at the moment. We got new home sales this week, existing home sales, both of them falling as mortgage rates continue to rise. We now have the 30-year fixed mortgage nationwide averaging about 6%. That's the highest we've seen in decades.
1: Yeah. Alexis uh, Christophorus right there talking about the housing market. And housing's big because of two things. First of all, it's a big purchase. Secondly, it's big purchases. You don't buy a new home and then take a lot of your old crap with you. The whole thing is, I want to buy a new home, and then I want to take some of my old crap, and I want to get other crap, newer crap, which pushes forward the economy right now we have inflation and inflation is worrying people more i think than whether or not we're in a recession it's a weird time people are worried about jobs but are they worried about their jobs not everybody some people are worried about their jobs and one of the reasons too i think that the the housing market is looking at uh at least new home building is struggling a bit is because it's how do you finish a house if you can't get everything? We still have supply chain issues. Could we get out of this without being in a recession? One uh, typical
3: thing you see in with a recession is the job market. Lots and lots of layoffs. That's something we don't have right now. We have a very strong job market. We still have about two open positions for every person that's looking for a job. So if there is a recession, it might not be the garden variety kind of a recession, and uh, it might be a very mild and short-lived one, Kara. Yeah.
1: But that has a lot to do with what the White House does. How do they get us through this? And if I'm them, I attack it front. Just right in the front. They're thinking we're coming from the side or we're going to ignore it. No, I'm coming head on. I'm taking a head on. I'm saying, look, here's the deal, guys. You know what's happening, right? You don't got to be an idiot to see. We've gone through 24 months of COVID. Now we got a war. We printed way too much money. Own up to some of this stuff. When you own up to stuff, it's uh, you'd be surprised. People give you a lot of leeway. We thought we were doing good. We printed a lot of money. We probably pushed inflation a little bit harder than we should have. That was our bad. At the same time, you do have issues going on over there in Russia. We still have supply chain issues happening. Because people will be more apt to say, okay, you're owning up to some of your stuff. So maybe there is some of what you're saying about all these other things about Putin's price hike. Maybe there is some something in that. But when you blame everything on everybody else, nobody believes the, any of the other things you say. Come out and hit it head on. Because it takes away... It, first of all, you control the power and the narrative. And if we, as I say, we, the consumer, the business owner, the mother, the father, the son, the daughter, all of the things, the consumer... If we believe that it's happening or we're not quite sure what exactly is going on, well, then it is. People
3: feel like they're in a recession, whether they are or not. I mean, there's a lot of debate about technical recessions at the end of the day. You and I know it's about how you feel. Do you have money in your wallet? Are you buttoning up your pocketbook? And people clearly are. You know, Uh, we've all felt the cost increases at the grocery store, um, at the pump. Folks are not feeling good.
1: No. And so why not control the narrative across the board? Why not control the narrative? And that, to me, is where this White House, along with many of the other ills that it has, is it's too busy trying to explain away something that is coming. And it's going, as I think the best way to say its it's going ostrich. Right? It's going ostrich. When I was a kid, and you know, you go out in the playground, you to play, and I always, I was always fascinated. You know, you'd play kickball, and you kick the ball. I like baby bouncies, and in case you want to know, uh, and then it would go up high in the air, and sometimes the girls would be standing there, and they would scream, and close their eyes. And I thought this doesn't do anything; the ball doesn't change direction at that point in time. And I feel like that's what the White House is doing, and this is their version of it
2: screaming. Um, as Secretary Yellen said on Sunday, uh, two negative quarters of GDP growth is not uh, the technical definition of recession. It's not the definition that economists have traditionally uh, relied on.
1: Mm, Brian Deese there, part of the uh, Council of Economic Huey at the White House. Now, it's uh, that's a big factor, kids. That's like the factor. Oh, well, there are other factors in there, but that is a huge factor. So then he tries to explain it away, and then he goes way off, as they would say, the reservation.
2: Our economy is uh, more resilient uh, to the to the types of challenges uh, that we've faced. Uh... For example, you know, with respect to uh, food, we're a net exporter of, of, of agricultural commodities. And obviously the, the high prices are hitting Americans very hard, but uh, they're, that in in a way that is different from some places that are facing famine, for example.
1: No idea what you're talking about at this point in time. I just you're 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 wandering. And now we're talking about famine in other countries. Yes. Are we as a nation more prepared to withstand the rigors of a recession globally and what potentially may come as far as famine? Absolutely. But what does it have to do with the technic, you know, your technical terms of what is or isn't a, a recession? Get ahead of it, control the narrative. If people believe it to be so, then it is. No matter what you say. I mean, have we not seen that through the last umpteen years? So why not control the narrative and do it in an honest way where even the people that understand what's going on in a real way will at least go, okay, I'll give you that. But we won't. And instead, they'll him and haw and they'll, they'll play this game of politics and BS because they're so worried about getting reelected. And if you take care of your business, watch how much easier it is to continue to get business. 323 5, 3, 538 At Chad Benson, show is your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. It is called Hello Fresh. And use Benson 16 right now. You're going to get 16 free meals across seven boxes, three free gifts. So what is Hello Fresh? Well, it's the most amazing food. Had a little bit of, uh, uh, fajitas last night. Delicious. Got home. It was already prepared. The kids had prepared it for me. Fresh, market fresh, incredible food from from farm to table in less than seven days, meaning it took less than a week to go from that to my belly. And it was delicious and it's easy to do. Tons of sides, tons of desserts, 55 plus meals to choose from every week. No other meal kit has anything like it and the food is delicious their app is incredible you can order you can customize do the things you want to do you can also pause you're going on vacation this week pause it for a week have it sent to where you're going this is what HelloFresh does but at the end of the day what's it taste like and it tastes like heaven delicious incredible you will love it right now get 16 free meals and three free gifts across seven boxes. You go to HelloFresh.com slash Benson16, the number one six. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. Chad Benson Show.
0: If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout.
2: Five, four, three, two, one,
1: two, ignition now it's time to find out what's trending what's trending yeah what does that mean i mean something right like it's trending on the old internet what's trending all right let's take a peek and find out what's trending on the web of the inter tony dow we're just talking about him he is trending Uh, Wally from uh, Leave it to Beaver. Yesterday he was dead, then he wasn't dead. Uh, He's in the final hours and days, and I think everybody understands that. Mega Millions, over a billion dollars. No jackpot yesterday. What will it be by the time the drawing is held? Who knows, but it's now over a billion, over the third time. The third time that has happened. That's it. Aaron Rodgers is trending. If you've not seen uh him show up uh it is spectacular shows up at the training camp dressed like nicholas cage from con air uh, it is uh it is a sight to behold it really is you're just like wow look at that you there you there alex jones oh my god what i do now you know what i did you guys know what i did right can't believe it 150 million dollars for me Bunch of acts. Government trying to. It's being sued, of course, by Sandy Hook. It's in trial, uh, and it does not look well for him. Head on over to Twitter where they argue and fight about everything. The Marburg virus is trending. I'm sure soon we'll have that as the new uh, pandemic thing. And the Marburg virus is pretty nasty. Loch Ness monster existed, plausible. After an amazing discovery, we'll get into that a little bit later. That is also trending. More of what's happening when it comes to, yes, the mega millions. Oh, my. It's a lot of money out there. Over a billion dollars. What? It's a lot of money if you can win it, guys. A lot of money. And tons of NFL training camps open up, practices getting going. I'm excited. Uh, I'm always excited. The NFL is a religion, right? You know what it is for me. The excitement is too. It's also the time of year, right? Starting to feel fally. Not now, not here. It's still hundred plus degrees, but uh, we've had rain, and that's good. But it starts to feel fally. You know, you start to see the 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 stores open up. Halloween. I, I was telling the guys this weekend. Uh, man, we went to uh, the store and there was some Halloween stuff out already. And I was talking to somebody yesterday who uh, is equally a fan of Halloween as I am. And she said uh, that a couple spirit stores are already, you know, they've got the signs up and they're hiring. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Are we going to spend money this year? Uh, How expensive are things going to be? Right? That cute outfit you thought about doing for Halloween. Are you going to just skip it? You know, or are you going to go? Okay, cool. I'm. An, I'm still doing it because that's the one thing. Here's the one thing about us, and as we talk about, you know, what's going on with the economy, is we don't always listen to ourselves. So just because the economy may be slowing down doesn't mean we're going to shut it off completely. And it's that fine line of how do we walk this fine line of the economy slowing it down as opposed to killing it, well, I think that's going to be based on us, the consumers. That's why if I'm Joe Biden in the White House, my message is, yes, we're in a slowdown. Yes, technically, we could be in a recession. But don't let it fool you into thinking it's a depression. And there's a lot of mitigating factors and things we can do to get out of it faster. But instead, they'll play... What can we call it and who could we blame? And then everybody gets more panic because they're like, these people don't know what they're doing. Chad Benson Show.
2: The Chad Benson Show.
0: In thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: So, if you are the Democrats uh, and you're fighting for your political life because you recognize the, that that uh, things aren't really breaking your way, you're probably uh, technically going to be in a recession, uh, which will be all of us, by the way. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm looking at it strictly from the political side of things, right? You're 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 hoping and praying. Uh, that this this president can talk his way out of something, and he just can't. He's incapable of it. But one of the things I saw the other day, uh, which was a very interesting article, and it was actually in the L.A. Times, about the fact that uh, parents are no longer into the woke stuff. They're not interested in in a lot of what's being you know talked about. As things that are important, and we joke, and I've got to play it again for you guys because if you just don't understand what took place with Kamala Harris yesterday, the fact that she's sitting there talking about disability and how Roe v. Wade hurts people of who are, who who you know struggle with disability, and she starts the whole meeting out like this.
3: Uh, good
4: afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table
1: wearing a blue suit. I mean, they're they're at a position where they're... Like, who's the blue suit for? What if somebody's blind? What do you care what she's wearing? You don't know what she's wearing. You may not even know what blue looks like. What if they don't know who she is? How do you not know who she is? If you're in a meeting with the Vice President of the United States... Unless you've been, I don't know, under a rock or you've just got out of some sort of long-term coma, you should know who the vice president is. But the fact that she's talking about, you know, she, her, and them, people aren't into it. They're just not. You know, they're looking at education and saying, okay, look, you know what, we can be inclusive and, and, and there's zero problems with any of those things. But how about we talk about, you know, reading? being a thing how proficient are our children how about china's not playing a game where they're sitting around going guys we need to worry about our gender roles and stuff no they're 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 going to school they're cracking i was talking to jack last night i said jack what's your school mostly as far as the, the 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 make you know the breakdown of of race and he's oh it's mostly asian and i said that's why i love you going there he goes he goes why? I said. Well, a they're competitive, and I said, you know, the Asian kids. Because the the reality is simply this: we could sit here and talk about white privilege all day. Go look at the number breakdown of kids when it and 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 adults and earning when you do it by race. Do you think whites are leading the way? No. And they're not going to tolerate. Uh, uh, families who believe in education and care about it—they're not going to tolerate sending their kid to school to have four or five hours of baloney a day with, you know, uh, an an hour of actual work. They're just not. So they're not going to to buy into it. They're just not. They're not going to buy into the baloney of of this. And it's showing that more and more people are moving away from it. They're moving away from from all of this crazy wokeness they're saying to themselves this is not what school should be about it's fine to be inclusive it's fine to be you know a lot of the things that if you want to touch on them briefly but that's not why you're here you know i don't i you don't want your kid to come out and go great he knows or she knows or they know or them know their pronouns but can't read Yeah. And they're taking it all over the place. It's not just about the pronouns. What about school? Hmm? Curious. I think we should all be. One last idea for this series about
0: how to support students who don't identify as cisgender in your classroom. And that has to do with report card comments. Many students don't identify with the same pronouns and names at home as they might at school, and so this makes report card comments and communication home really complicated. I've been trying to take gender out of my report card comments altogether, but I recently heard a great suggestion to make report card comments directed specifically to the student. Using the word you takes out the need to use a name or any
1: gender pronouns. What the hell are you talking about? That is not a winning argument anymore in school. And you throw coronavirus in, <clears throat> excuse me, you throw the coronavirus in uh, with many, many people having to see their kids homeschooled uh, on top of the fact that, you know, they're going is like, what'd you learn today? Well, I learned that uh, Jenny likes to be called they them. Uh, that's not something I think that uh, that's a Jenny issue. Right. Let Jenny be called they them. You call Jenny Jenny unless she asked you to call her something else. But tell her she only gets one. Can't change. You can't be Jenny today, Jim tomorrow, and Steve on Friday. You get one. <laughs> but did you learn anything in a book? No, no. Here's my poor card. It says you a lot in it. It's it's nuts. People are seeing through it. And Democrat strategists are coming out and saying, hey, guys, do you want to win? Well, face the fact that while they, them, and 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 all of that is important to you, the reality is, to parents, an education is important. But we are educated. No, 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 no. An education as in, two plus two is not whatever you feel it is, but it's actually four. Oh. So that's what they want? And you're finding this, too, and, and, and as I was explaining to my uncle last night, it's not a vast majority of teachers, but it is a ton of younger teachers. Where this is important. a ton of younger teachers where the these things are so important to them because they're as much activists anymore as they are teachers. but it's not winning at the ballot box and we saw that you know uh, first in Virginia. Right. And 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 we're seeing it now with even somebody where a lot of people are coming out and, you know, and saying, hey, guys, uh, say what you want about the don't say gay bill. Because that's not what it's called. Say what you want about that. But it got a lot of traction from a lot of people that would be in your camp on a lot of issues. But will they listen? Because much like with the economy, they're so out of touch in so many ways they are they're out of touch what do you mean well if you live in berkeley los angeles manhattan beach or new york right chicago certain areas where you surround dc where you're surrounded like by like-minded people who believe that everybody who goes to your montessori school already knows their pronouns if, if that's the way that, 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 that you live your life, you think everybody else lives their life that way. That's not the reality of it. It's not. It's not. Toddlers, should they know their pronouns?
4: Hmm. And ever since that day, she has told us that she's a girl. A little under a year ago, she started correcting us on her pronouns.
0: I'm not a him. I'm a her. Don't call me he. Mommy, I'm not
1: he. I'm she. Charlie calls everybody "she." Everybody. Now she, my, my my little one, is all girl, right? Hand her a truck, she'll throw it at you. Hand her a pink Barbie, she's like, and she says all the time, I, I, you know, she's a girl, girl." Like, I, I, that's fine. I mean, I, I mean, but she calls everybody "she." She also believes she's a mermaid. But at no point in time did I look at my wife and say, "You know what's best." To find out how soon we could cut her legs off and get her some flippers. How does that work? Is there is there something for that? I mean, she's really believing she's a mermaid right now. She is into it. She'll be four next month. She is into being a mermaid. Everything is Ariel. Is it Ariel? Is that the right one? I think it is. Everything's is Ariel. Everything is in the pool. Everything is is all about being a mermaid at this moment in time. But at no point, again, have we had that discussion about removing her legs and replacing them with a flipper. I don't even know if that's legal. I don't think it is. Me either. 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. If I'm the Democrats, I start to think about messaging, and the messaging might be, how do we message 2024? How does that happen? Because the messaging we have now is not working. And we are also going to have to get out there and talk to individuals. I know. That'll make them uncomfortable. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Brittany Greiner, the uh, basketball player who is over in Russia, stuck there because of the weed, uh, has a day in court. And, uh, you know, she faces a long time in jail.
4: If I had to speculate, or if I
2: had to guess on how they ended up in my bags, I was in a rush packing. Like I said, I was recovering
1: from COVID, stress packing. Stress packing, COVID, going over there. Uh, the cannabis ended up inside of her uh, bag, and she's she's you know they're trying to explain away the fact that that she you know that that's what this is. I use it for medical purposes. Maybe. But you're not in a country that allows that, you know, for all the talking about, uh, you know, uh, look at, you know, what uh, uh, this is about. She should be freed. She's a political prisoner. Oh, there's no doubt politics probably plays some point in this. Uh, But hold on a second.
3: Anything that can can give Brittany Griner an edge in that courtroom. It's kind of like a sports analogy. You know, she needs whatever she can get. To help her case, in this case, uh,
1: to try to win uh, hearts and minds. Hearts and minds of who? We think it's stupid that she's there. I thought it was stupid that she went there. I thought it was stupid that she flew there knowing they were very close to invading and then they did the day before she still flew there. I think that was asinine and stupid. I think it was ignorant. Do I think she should be in jail? No. Do I think she should be used as a pawn? No. Did she break a law in their country that we may find to be ridiculous and stupid nowadays? Yeah, she did. Oh, yeah. So I don't know whose hearts and minds are going to change. And yeah, and then on the sad side of it, you're in the political world now. You've been sucked into it. And, and, and... And you're going to be held up, uh, and the fight will be there. But let's not forget, she's admitted to doing it. And let's not forget that she broke a law in their country. We may find it stupid, but in their country, there is a law. If they came here today, and they got to use heroin and cocaine everywhere, and fentanyl, and they had some in their bag, and they said, well, I got to use this in my home. Well, this isn't your home. This is the country you're visiting. 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program, Rough Greens. My dog Doodle is still alive. Every night, give you that sweet update. Jack shakes his head all the time. Uh, again, shouldn't be here. The thing I love about it is uh, every time I give people uh, Rough Greens, somebody say, can I try it? I say, yeah, here's a little bit. Try it. I'm always amazed at... their their look, it does work. We have a lady here that works here, and she tried Rough Greens, and uh, then she didn't get some for a while. And then she goes, well, we tried some cannabis, we tried this, and and then she comes back, she goes, no, I'm going back to Rough Greens. I said, yeah, because it works. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, the best thing you'll ever do for your dog, sprinkle it on top of your dog's food, watch your dog's food essentially come to life. Not that it's going to dance around, it's just going to bring all of the nutrients and everything out. It's amazing. Right now, Dr. Dennis Black wants you to try it for yourself, and it's simple. You go to roughgreens.com slash chad. You're going to get a free bag. You cover the cost of shipping. There you go. Roughgreens.com slash chad. Get your free bag now. Roughgreens.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show.
0: Are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show Podcast.
3: Mm, Mmm, That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty. I'd say, huh?
0: Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears' content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show.
1: So uh, baseball cards still go for a lot of money. Memorabilia, you know, the big NFT push that was the craze and still is. There's still, I think, opportunities for NFTs. It was just such a a horrible phase. People spending money on things that you're just like, what are you doing? Like that's, that's, that's zero worth in real life. Uh, because you don't even know how to monetize it. So if NFT, non-fungible tokens. So people are spending all those money on those, uh, like, uh, bored apes. And 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 you're sitting there laughing, going, you bought something that you could have stolen off the Internet for free. Uh, and, you know, I think, was it uh, Elon Musk? You know, he, he went and got a bunch of those uh, really successful NFTs. And he posted them on his page, like, look, I own them too. And, you know, that just, I think that kind of cooled the market. Not that there can't be a market for it, right? But at the end of the day, there are certain things that always have some sort of value. And one of those things is baseball cards. And why is that? It's memories, right? Memories are important. And if you've got a few bucks and you're saying to yourself, "Ah, the market and life may be slowing down, but I'm doing okay. Maybe I'd like to buy a card. What's this Mickey Mantle character about? I remember watching him with my father. Oh, you do?
3: 1951 was a banner year for baseball. Bobby Thompson shot heard round the world, set up a World Series between the New York Giants and New York Yankees, featuring future Hall of Famers Willie Mays, a retiring Joe DiMaggio, and a 19-year-old named Mickey Mantle. It was also the first year that Tops, then just a chewing gum company, began making baseball cards. It wasn't until 1952 that the first complete set was released and featured the Holy Grail for card
1: collectors, a Mickey mantle rookie card
3: they now routinely sell for millions of
1: dollars and there is one going on sale how much will it fetch that is the story so if you're thinking to yourself okay a couple million right and this is not you know okay what kind of card is it? it's a rookie card it's a tops it grades out at essentially uh, perfect, $10 million. It's a 9.5 out of 10. This would break the record that was 6.6 for the 1909 Honus Wagner card that was sold a year ago. Uh, another 70-year-old mantle card fetched $5.2 million as well. So we're looking at uh, stupid money for this. So if you've got it and you want to flaunt it and you're like, I could buy a basket or I could buy a mantle. For some people, art is, I want people to look at it. For a lot of people like this and they're rich, it might be just memories. Memories. Hard to put a price tag on memories, but apparently $10 million is that price tag for that card. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three 538 2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Chad Benson
0: Show.
1: This is the Chad
0: Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: Ah, chance to be a billionaire. Talk about that in a little bit. A lot of money still available. Nobody won last night, kids. You might need it because of inflation. What do you do if you're the President of the United States? Well, first of all, you take a lapse of excitement and 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 just celebrate the fact that gas prices, uh, well, they're, they're they're coming down. Right. That, that's a big one.
2: Bringing down gas prices is a big part of the job. And here's the good news. Gas prices have dropped every day this summer. That's more than 40 days in a row. We now have 40,000 gas stations in the United States where the price of gas is $3.99 or less. How do we get the price down? Well, the new report today shows that our plan to take oil out of storage played a big part. Plus, I'm pressing the oil industry to pump more oil here in the United States.
1: Uh, I talked to Andy Field yesterday and uh, who's ABC News and you know, it's kind of this is his jam. And I said, uh he's he's celebrating this, right? The oil, you know, and everything. Uh, so this this is a win, right in some ways for him you know could you not, you know if you're gonna blame him for stuff, you got to give him, you know, releasing the strategic oil And he said, there's no real evidence to point that that had anything to do with it. Uh, what we've been saying all along is, Hey, we we drive a lot. In particular from Memorial Day through July. As do a lot of other parts of of the globe, where they're they're on vacation and doing certain things like that, but nothing like us. So our consumption for a certain period of time is is much greater than it would normally be. Slowing down of the economy is taking a portion of the pressure off what's going on in the markets itself, specifically with oil and the report he cited is maybe 20 cents now 20 cents is not anything to scoff about but if you're doing a happy dance over that where you're celebrating gas being under four bucks or five bucks uh...
2: the administration um seems to be wanting to spike the football because gas prices have dropped under five dollars a gallon yeah you know, that's
1: like telling your parents, hey, you know what? I was like two points away from getting a D, <laughs> you know, but I still got an F. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's you know, you don't celebrate that. But, you know, I mean, uh, originally I had a uh, I wasn't in the class, you know, never showed up. But I got all the way to the point where I showed up the last couple of weeks and squeaked by getting an F. Not. A lot. They're confused. They don't know what to do. They should come to me and say, Chad, how would you help us out? Well, let me tell you the first thing I, I would do, uh, Mr. President, is uh, things like this. Recession. I understand that, but you're splitting hairs. I mean,
2: if the technical definition is two quarters of contraction, you're saying that's not a recession. No,
1: that's not the technical definition. There is an organ. I, I don't want to hear it anymore. heard it yesterday. It's not the definition. I'd say we're not talking about that, Brian Deese, right? The 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 director of the Biden's National Economic Council,
2: um, as Secretary Yellen said on Sunday, uh, two negative quarters of GDP growth is not uh, the technical definition of recession. It's not the definition that economists have traditionally uh, relied on. Mm, no, no, I
1: I think I think that's a huge part of it. Now, not everything's the same. I, I'm going to give you guys that, and I'm talking about it. But I'm just saying, if he came to me and he said, what would you do? Well, take the sting out of it, right? Get in front of it. Be honest about it. Talk about your faux pas. Talk about the administration. Own up. Do a culpa, but own up to the responsibility that you had in this. And be honest about it. And you watch what happens. People will embrace you a lot more than saying, we did great here, this is Putin's price hike. They will embrace you a lot more than you trying to run around and blame everything else. It'll be better for you. See, the thing about politics is they're tone deaf. Case in point, January 6th. What did I say about January 6th? uh, The first thing I would have done is I would have looked at at all of the people that were up there and say, Raskin, move. Adam Dipschiff, move. You guys can't be anywhere near this. You've spent your entire last umpteen months and years as a congressperson as the sole I'm going to get Donald Trump portion of the Democratic Party. You can't be a part of this because from jump, nobody takes it serious. Go get some Republicans who will push back. Go get some Republicans who are going to, not and not people that are the Liz Cheney's and the Kinzinger's who have no chance of winning an election anymore, or, or they've, they've already said they're not running again. Go get some other people who don't look like their sole goal is to destroy. So we can, people are already going to think it's partisan BS, but at least we can show them we're here for this. You guys being here, ain't going to help? It isn't. It isn't. I would come out if I was him and I would say, look, things are interesting. Inflation sucks. We're tightening our belts and we're going to have to do that for a bit. And we're going to work solely as our number one goal at this moment in time in getting inflation down, managing it better. Second thing is, some of the things that are going on globally have contributed to this. Also, our overreaction and exuberance of trying to help everybody and 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 seeing that what we could do in handing out money, not understanding that that was going to contribute to this, uh, that was our bet. That being said, while technically maybe a recession, all recessions are different, and this one is going to be too. There are jobs still available. This is going to be more of a soft landing, but it is going to be a landing. And we've been in it for six months, so we're okay, and we're going to get through it. And we're going to spend the next 90 days hyper-focusing on this to make sure that we get back up and take off again and start motoring so the fourth quarter in particular will really show that we're back in it. That would be, I would sit there and go, okay, that's cool, right? You did what you were supposed to do. You came out, and you you owned up to your part in it, and at the same time, you you talked about that you're going to hyper-focus, and this is the things that you're going to do. But will they do that? No, they're not going to do that. Instead, they're going to play the blame game.
2: Our economy is uh, more resilient uh, to the to the types of challenges uh, that we faced, uh, for example. Right there is where you should have ended it. Our economy is uh, more resilient uh, to the to the types of challenges uh, that we faced. Meaning,
1: guys, we're in America. Our economy, while it may be slowing down and we, we think about this. Put it in there. You've got a chance to control the message, the narrative. You've got a receptive media that will not only take your calls, will pretty much give you carte blanche to do a lot of stuff with very little pushback. But you could, and, and Chad, are you talking about, no, I'm talking about being honest, but getting in front of it, controlling the narrative, saying, look, we are amazing. The reason we're raising rates is because it is too hot. We, we have too much. We want too much. And we've consumed too much. We need to pull back a little bit. But not overdo it. I'm not saying stall the car. I'm saying slow down a little bit. Because when you play the game of it's their fault, this fault, I'm not taking responsibility, what about them, this, that, and the other, and then you lie and you change things, everybody now don't doesn't believe a word you say, and anything you say from here on out, even if it's true in certain situations like this, because you've missed with inflation, and you've missed with so many other things, people don't take you serious. They don't. I said it earlier, perfect example is, if Daniel son goes to Mr. Miyagi, and Miyagi has him do all this crap, you're waxing on, you're waxing up, you're painting and doing the whole thing. Then you go to your first tournament, right? And the dude from Cobra Kai beats the living daylights out of you. You're going to think, man, that's dumbass. What was I thinking? i will go back to that guy. I did all, all that stuff for that guy. I got nothing. Nothing out of it. I don't believe him for a little second. Same thing. Own up to it. Own your responsibility. Show you how, the world what you're going to do and do it. But instead, he'll just meander around in his in his little sweater and take naps. And eventually, we'll have one of those silver alerts on our phone. Have you seen a man wandering aimlessly? <laughs> Looks like the president. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter Woke Wednesday. We will get some woke stuff coming up. Raycons, best earbuds around. Love my Raycons. I have. Stolen, uh, my pair back because I'll be playing some golf, taking off Friday and I'll be wearing my Raycons. And I love my Raycons. The best earbuds at price that's right. The fit is incredible. The, the sound control I have with them is second to none. It's truly amazing. So if you're like me and not only do you want a great deal, but you also want quality, you're going to get nothing better than Raycons. The best earbuds around eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life. And I am, and I, and I'm telling you guys, 49,000 five star reviews, not counting Jack and Lily, my kids, who love the Raycons. It doesn't get better than that. Right now, save 15. percent Get the best earbuds around at prices that are well below anything else you'd, else you'd pay for premium earbuds by going to buyraycon.com/slash/chad. 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 Chad Benson Show. And white male privilege to me.
4: I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they them and I'm proud to be a
3: gender.
0: Are you so bitch? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it. Some people don't. You're listening to the Chad Benson show. Now that he's tested negative for COVID-19 and ended isolation, President Biden will deliver remarks in the White House Rose Garden. Officials say he'll focus on how his case was mild thanks to the tools his administration has worked to make available to Americans, including the antiviral drug Paxlovid. The president will encourage Americans to get vaccinated and boosted. Mr. Biden on Tuesday seemed very eager to end his COVID isolation. White House officials said he was looking forward to being back around staff and engaging with people after several days of being cooped up alone in the white house residence
1: oh, oh no he's free <laughs> oh god he's free what are we gonna do just in time for whatever who knows oh that's good he's negative i didn't think anything was gonna happen to him I, I mean you know take away the the mental aspect and we can debate that all day i mean i don't think there's any debate that he's not as sharp as he used to be Uh, but, uh, I never really worried that he was going to get sick and, and, you know, and die. It was amazing though, right? Like how he caught it and it was Mm, nothing like Trump caught it. And he was like, well, this is what he gets. He's horrible. Better find out everybody was with. They're all horrible people too. They're non-maskers, science deniers. This guy caught it, knowing everything and then some, and having the damn shot available. So, very interesting indeed. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chid Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. You know, Ukraine is one of the things you know, we talk about. You know, it's Putin's price hike. You know, what's going on over there. And, and it's interesting because, again, we're a TikTok society, so we can be in and out of this thing in five minutes. We'll look at something like, oh, my God, that's horrible. Ooh, piece of candy.
2: Ukraine has not been defeated. Russia has not been able to obtain their operational or uh, strategic goals. They have made some tactical advances, but, frankly, they have been minor. What you're also seeing now is President Zelensky has suggested, as many of us thought he would, is to open a second front. That second front is more than likely going to occur in the Kherson Oblast in the south, an area <laughs> about the size of the state of Maryland. Yeah, but know
1: this, and uh, I think this is something people need to understand. They currently, Russia currently has 20% of the country that is theirs. They're holding 20% of of Ukraine, and it is, it is firmly in their grasp. Now, occupying is different. And we've talked about it. And some of that stuff that they currently have was stuff that they've been fighting for for well over a decade that has plenty of people that are Russian sympathizers, people who who identify more with Russia and the Soviet Union than they do potentially as Ukraine as itself is a country. But will it go further? And that's the thing. And if there is a second front
2: that's open, what does that look like? That area bumps up against Crimea, and it also maintains the road network to the north, east, and west. So if, if President Zelensky gets his way, you're going to see an, a second front, and it's going to cause the Russians to be put on the horns of a dilemma.
1: I like that. It's a good name for a band, the horns of dilemma. It is. It's a very good name uh, for a band. I... Uh, It's a sit and wait scenario, and that's kind of what he's doing. He'll push back a little bit. He wants people to dig in. He wants everybody to understand that this is now a long game, and it keeps changing, right, from denazification to, uh, uh, you know, coming in and and doing a police action to rescue all the people that identify with Russia and feel that they're being, you know, run over by the Ukrainians to, uh, you know, getting, uh, we want Zelensky gone. I mean, there's so many different things he wants to hold out that the summer slowly goes away, that fall comes in quicker, faster, and, and a little bit more bitter and cold, and that winter hits and he can still play the game of look at our oil, look at our natural gas, what are you guys going to do, Europe? 323-538-2423 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, look, get woke! Chad Benson Show. our theme today, if there is any theme, is uh, relax, All right? Aaron Rodgers, remember when he said relax, he spelled it R-E-L-A-X, relax. Several years ago when I asked at a press conference about, why aren't you playing well? And he's like, just settle down, relax. Freddie said it too. Or was it Frankie? It was Frankie. Frankie went to Hollywood. He's like, relax, relax, chill, relax, relax. Why are you saying that, Chad? Because the economy itself is in a bizarre period. Let's not pretend that it's not. And the reason I'm saying relax is because you should take a deep breath. You're listening to this. And if we are in a recession as of tomorrow, you know, quote unquote, officially in a recession, it doesn't change anything too much. The psyche part of it might change some people the media putting it out there is definitely getting but what they should be talking about as well is, much like everything else the american people will weather this quite well i mean i'm 51 we've all been if you're my age or younger you know we've all been through recessions if you're older you've been through several recessions you survived right you're not at a point now where the inflation itself is hurting people. And that's the big thing. You couple the the potential of a slowdown and a contraction, and then in inflation, it makes things bizarrely worse at times. But we're going to get through this, and we've already done six months of it. Let's not forget that. And I think that's one of the things that we've got to keep in mind in, in this is, hey, you find out you're in a recession when they say you've been in a recession for six months. So, oh, yeah. So uh, now, if we contract again in the third quarter, that's when you'll see more and more people, I think, start to get far more worried. But I, I you know, it, we had unprecedented growth for a while, a slowdown was necessary. We've had coronavirus and, and, and you know, low rates, all those things. The big thing is consumer confidence and what does small business think? What do you think? Those are the big things. And I think people are realizing, as I said, if you ask 100 people about their their life, how do you feel right now? Which way are things going? You might get 10, 10 maybe 15% say, I feel pretty good. But you're going to get 60, 70% who feel uneasy, but they can't put their finger on it. And many of them are worried about the economy inflation, not so much about my job, but maybe somebody else's job. Those kind of things, at least right now, they're not worried about theirs. 323 5, 3, 538 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. Plus, the economy's still rolling deep. You know, as far as the, the, the employment opportunities are still there, at least for today, heading into the third quarter. But what is going to be really telling is once we get through the next, you know, 60 days, really 45 days, heading in towards September when the seasonal side of things starts to heat up. That will be telling. 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Shosh your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. We do it every single Wednesday. We get woke. This support group is people who are so woke, they're finding it impossible to have any fun at all. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get
2: you woke.
3: It's all right, I feel that way too. It's all right. Let it out.
2: Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men?
0: How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be the tyrants. Little misogynistic... Patriarchal tyrants. A man is out of the day!
1: Yes, it's time for woke Wednesday. Yes, indeed. Little wokeness right there. I love that the white women thing. Uh, well, I mean, we've been playing it all day. I mean, I again, I have no idea what this was about yesterday, but uh, just Kamala Harris, you know, at this conference that was a Zoom thing. They're all around a giant table, so. Picture this big table and there's a bunch of people in there and they all have all got their mask on and Kamala's there and she's going to tell you what she's wearing as well, as well as your pronouns.
4: Uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman
1: sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. <laughs> Who's that? First of all, Who's who's in any kind of meeting with you, okay, that doesn't know who you are? I'm curious. Who's in a position where they're sitting there with you? And they go, I have no idea who that lady is. No, I've never seen her before. I don't even know why I'm here. (laughs) Right? So she introduced herself. And by the way, she's also in a blue suit. Other people there, because you you remember, what matters is the color of your skin And your gender. Nothing else matters. Your sexual orientation is phenomenal, too, if you could throw that in. Uh, Other figures at the table, they said, also did something similar. You're like, no. Yes. Yes. Other people did. Uh, One person says, I am a Latina with blonde highlighted hairs. I am wearing a gray blazer over a black shade dress, and my pronouns are she, her. Another person says, I'm a white woman with long brown hair. I'm wearing a red dress and I'm wearing see-through mask so you can read my red lips. I don't know. I don't know what any of it's about. I have no idea what any of it's about. Like, why why are we doing this? And at the end of it, everybody, I think, introduces themselves and then they all forgot why they were there. (laughs) Why are we here again? This isn't about fashion, is it? No. It's a pronoun meeting. So it is uh, spectacular. And apparently they all did it.
3: Thank
4: you, Ravini, thank you, Madam Vice President. My, my pronouns are she, her. I'm a white woman with long brown hair. I'm wearing red, um, a red dress, and I'm wearing see-through mask so you can see my red lips.
1: <sighs> and it matters, people. All that matters is that. All that matters is what your pronouns are. What you're wearing, and most importantly, the color of your skin, which is a bunch of crap. You know that. I know that. and, And it should be that way. I teach my kids that. All that matters is truly what Martin Luther King says, the content of your character, what's inside of you. Be welcoming. Be diverse. Fantastic. Find out what unites us all even better than diversity. What unites us? 100%. 100%. All the other stuff is just noise to make somebody else happy. And they're not... Look, like, keep playing this game and you're going to get a prize that you don't really want. Not just in November of this year, but November of two years from now. More and more Democratic strategists are coming out and saying this wokeness needs to stop in our schools, in play Nobody wants this. Nobody's asking for things like this. It's for me to make this
3: TikTok um, without crying because... That's what I do. Um, Please ignore the dog bone crunching behind me. Anyhow, um, one of my students uh, felt safe enough to share his pronouns with me. And when he did so, class knew that I knew. They all switched pronouns. They're second graders. Like, I'm torn between being really, really happy to be a safe space and just absolutely furious that an entire group of second graders has to keep this secret from not safe people.
1: Who the hell are not safe people? Are there pronoun police out there that are coming to get you? Why are kids feeling unsafe?
3: Why does everyone talk about how, how are the kids going to understand? The kids understand it. It's easy for them. It's the adults who have all of the issues and hangups
1: and bullshit. Kids are fine. Yeah. Trust me. Kids are doing what you think that you would like them to do. So they're doing it because they think maybe it makes you happy. The reality is teach them to read, teach them to write, teach them to do math. Leave everything else where it needs to be. 323 538 at Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Rough Greens, R-U-F F Greens.com slash Chad. Go there, get a free bag of Rough Greens today. It's on Dr. Dennis Black, the creator of Rough Greens. He wants your dogs to be as healthy as my dogs. And thanks to him, my older dog Doodle is alive and well. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, canine Vitis Smart is amazing. Sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. Do not change a thing. Watch what happens. All he asks you to do is is cover the cost of shipping. That's it. And I will tell you this. In the years I've used this for my older dog, Doodle, it is amazing. It is a miracle, as I like to say. And I am blessed that Doodle is still here. He won't be here forever, but the fact that we've got extra years out of him is amazing. And only one thing changed. It was Rough Greens. Get your free bag today or UFFGreens.com slash Chad. RoughGreens.com slash Chad. Let's wrap it up. Straight ahead. Chad Benson, Joe.
0: Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye.
3: The family allegedly asked funeral home reps at the church service why their mother looked so different and young in the open casket. It confused them. And then at the gravesite, a representative realized the wrong body was being buried and reportedly brought the casket back up out of the ground and had it put back into the hearse and whisked away. The daughter, Kumi Kim, fainted. She said her mother died so peacefully and had wanted a devout and dignified
1: goodbye. What is it? Yeah, you think? So imagine that, if you will. Imagine if you will. So you go through this whole thing, right? Your mom's ninety three. She led this life that was great, and uh, uh, you know, you you want everything to be perfect, right? And 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 again, Korean families, Asian families in particular, death—the way that things are taken care of—it's sacred. The way that they they do this, they had people flying from 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 Korea to uh, to be a part of this and she started to know something was up. She's like, I don't I don't, that's that's a bit weird, you know? And she chalked it off originally. It's like, hey, you know what? Mom died, they do Botox, they put on makeup, they do a lot of different things. Obviously, she doesn't look the same. She doesn't. But then on the way to the place where they're going to bury her, they say That lady has teeth. Mom didn't have teeth. She had her dentures, which are supposed to be under her pillow. And I'm not sure. Oh. But don't worry, though, because they got there. They weren't quite certain. Then they lowered it. The mistake was only caught, the family says, as the casket was lowered into the ground. The wrong woman, also
3: Korean, with the last name Kim, was placed in their mother's casket, had been at the church, and then driven with the family in procession from Fort Lee to Valhalla, New York.
1: So not only did... First of all, who's this other lady? (laughs) Like, that's the other side of it. Who's this other lady? Where's her family? Are you kidding me? You just had a big funeral for somebody who wasn't even there. Everybody was doing that wrong body. That nobody knew that person, but we say goodbye to the wrong body. Yeah. And the other families walking around, going, "What's going on? What's going on? Wait, wait, what happened?" Now, what would you do in a situation like this? Well, if you're the funeral home, uh, you're gonna like, hey. Here, here, you can have the money back. We're sorry about that. And then the, the Kim family's like, well, they cashed the check already. So they said they were going to cash the check, and they were just going to. So, uh, well, you do what you do in America, right? You, you, you go and you, you lawyer up.
3: The Kim family is suing for $50 million. Whoa. They pledge if they get any $1, they will give it to the two churches that their mother used to go to. The, exactly, the entire family has gone to for years, every single dollar. If
1: they win this, we'll go to their churches. What? If. Big if. It's uh I find that crazy though. Fifty million? The fifty million seems a bit much for this. Now, she lived she lived to be ninety-three. It was a mistake. I don't think they did it on purpose. You know, you don't think they're thinking to themselves, guys, you know, we, we do we do pretty good at this, right? Like seven out of ten, we're we're pretty solid. We're pretty solid at getting the right Body into the casket and where it's supposed to be. So you guys should recognize that it happens. Wow. I don't know. 50 million seems a bit much to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the going rate. I'm always, I've always been fascinated when there's a wrongful death and when there's settlements or when somebody's injured. Because you'll see somebody... And you realize, okay, you know, a a cop shoots somebody, obviously it was a mistake, maybe it was done, whatever it was, and they settle. And they're like, well, they got three and a half million dollars. And then you'll see somebody else who sues a major corporation, and for, you know, uh, for whatever reason, you know, I always go back to uh, the Gretchen lady from Fox, and she got gobs of money. Gobs, I mean, tens of millions of dollars. I was, always, I was always curious, like, what the hell is that based on? And I'm sure some of it has to do with insurance, what insurance will pay and what they won't pay. It's got to be a part of that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Well, tomorrow, huge day, obviously. Uh, are we in a recession? Are we not in a recession? Uh, what will the Fed do? We know what the Fed is going to do. They're trying to, as they say, tame inflation and they're and and they're doing what you would want in an economy like this where let's not forget the Fed for the last probably 36 months should have been slowly but surely moving up rates. Slowly but surely they should have been inching some rates forward. And yes, the coronavirus threw everything into insanity. I think we realized that. That being said, they had opportunities to do some stuff, and they didn't. They probably knew they were never going to get it under Trump. Trump did want that, you know, uh, the fear. And you didn't know really what to do with coronavirus. But I'm going to say this, right, as I've been saying all day. As look, we can define and redefine recession for however they want, and which is, you know, I think they're getting out in front of it. And they, you know, if you missed any of the show, listen to to some of the openings when we talk about the 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 way that they've gone about trying to get out in front of something that they failed miserably at. And I I think if they have one big problem at the White House when it comes to some of the stuff, it's messaging. That being said, if we're in the midst of a recession, we're fine. And I know that sounds weird, but unemployment is still low. Now, it might climb a bit, but it's not going back to 2008 numbers. All right. I think we can, I I don't think we're going to be at 12, 15% in some areas. It's just not happening. And so we're not, we're not, that is not going to happen again like we saw. On the other side of things, and I think, again, this is important, we've already been through six months of the recession. We're into our seventh month of a slowdown. And we're still plodding along and doing well, despite all the insanities, Uh, a slowing of the economy, coupled with the fact that we've got inflation and we've just come out of the COVID and the whole nine yards. So to think to ourselves that this is, you know, this is just an odd recession, much like a snowflake, they're not the same thing. So the one we had in 2008 is not the same as we had when the bubble burst. It's not the same that we had. So you can go about and look at them. They're not all the same. But we're in the midst of it. So while the the, the getting the technical term right is one thing, the reality is is most people, while they feel a little uneasy, don't feel despair. And I think that's something we need to remember, regardless of what takes place tomorrow and what the technical term is. 323 2, 5, 3, 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Solid fun day. We got you woke. Woke you up, as we tend to do. And also, we got you over the hump. We will do it again tomorrow. Have a good one. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.